1: Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up on this Monday edition, we've got the usuals, we've got In Case You Missed It, we got the FSRIR, and we've got the BQ News. Plus, we are inundated with football for the next several months. We had our first preseason game. We got news and notes from around training camp. All the good stuff you can expect on this three-hour extravaganza. It's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe next year on a Monday, Fox Sports Radio.
3: Hey! are listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. Setbacks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's my jam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Stocks with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country, wherever you are, making us a part of your Monday morning. We appreciate you doing so. And we are going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, the uh, NFL, there's been a, a change uh, in the NFL uh, Uh, this upcoming season uh, for the season so the lowering of the helmet rule uh, has now been changed uh, previously, the rule uh, said that when a player initiates contact with an opponent, uh, that word has been removed. Now, the new rule states it is a foul if a player lowers his head and makes forcible contact with his helmet against an opponent. So that was uh, that was a new tweak. Uh, and away we go with uh, you know people I'm sure get it, that are going to be upset about this rule as well too. And uh, is this the NFL being more soft again, et cetera, et cetera? But that's a new rule when it comes to. to- the league moving forward
0: so. this is actually a good move by the league because it does something else that i think uh had unintended consequence with the uh, the, the rule trying to just protect obviously head injuries right um but the language is much more clear now right lowers his head and makes forcible contact so it's giving you an action and it's giving you intent as part of that. And I think we all can kind of see sometimes the combination of those two things. Now, look, there's always going to be um, those gray areas and those ones that are that are hard to see. But this is what they've done to help clean that up. So previously, it used to be imagine putting a bowl on your head. They considered any part of that helmet, right, that would be considered that bowl all the way around they considered if you made contact with any part of that portion of your helmet to a defenseless player or to another player to the head and neck area and you made contact with that portion of your helmet, that was where you're going to get a personal foul, okay? So those are kind of the two rules. So you first, first have to ask yourself, like, is that player defenseless, right? But then more importantly for this specific rule – uh, where was the contact made with what por- uh, portion of his helmet? All right, those are like the two things they're trying to clear up. So, look, it's it's smart because now that if you're looking at actually what they're looking at, they're looking at more the crown of the helmet, the actual like remember the old days when people would spear other guys and they would like they would leap or they would launch and they would hit you at the very top of their helmet. Now they're looking at that really twelve inch diameter all the way around the very top of that helmet. Yeah, uh, they, they call it like a 6-inch radius, but that's really what it is. But now they're looking at that portion of it. So it's not going to include as much of the area above the face mask, which, again, LeVar, this is your expertise. Like, you want to see what you hit. Yep. And, like, sometimes guys were, like, actually, like, old school, like, forming up other players but they, you know, and and you could tell that they weren't. That wasn't the intent of what they were trying to do. But they still hit him with the portion of the helmet that was considered to be a personal foul.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I think always in in the the tackling tackling category, there's always going to be kind of it, it has to be up for. I guess you know your interpretation of it because. Yeah, I, listen. I always teach, and I've always been taught. And the, the one thing that I always felt was most effective way of of tackling is eyes up and through. You definitely want to see what you're going to hit, but then there's always the question mark of there, there. first of all, to understand tackling is to understand that there is no perfect scenario. Like you can't, it can't, you can't say, okay, this is how you tackle, and this is this is the way it's going to be because there's no. And any given moment, it's different, and and so you might have a guy that's faster than than the tackler is, and and he may have to do, you know, a different different type of technique just to be able to get the guy down. It may be sliding down to the legs. It may be ankle tackling. Like there's so many different forms of tackling. So when you get down into the the I guess the the weeds of when it's like the the considered defenseless receiver catching the ball over the middle or catching the ball and the defender is waiting there. It's always been, for me, safety first, but it's also been kind of like, man, you know, the one reward that a defender should be able to get when they make their reads and do it the right way, they should be rewarded with the ability to deliver a a, a blow. Yeah. You know, and, and so with that being said, it's now – I think the more rules and I I feel like I saw this a lot more last year, especially like when you see moments where you have a quarterback faking a slide and and doesn't go down and continues to run and scores a play. I think I think defenders will continue to get a little bit desensitized as to, you know, how to finish a play. Because there's so much interpretation to it
1: now. Didn't Kenny Pickett do that? And yeah, they Pickett cha- did. They yeah, they, the did change the, they changed the rule after. They changed the rule, but
0: they
3: outlawed it now. But again, there's still just the game moves so quickly. So when you're talking about if a guy is egregious with dropping his head, or the intent with dropping their head, that's an easy one. Like I get that one, but there's still the element of somebody's head may drop. For something different than intent to hurt or maim well you know what i mean that, like,
0: that's what came up during our meeting with uh, mike prayer and dean blandino was at times <clears throat> you're going to see both players lower and low man wins right we know that through leverage and you're going to see the offensive player lower his head lower his body or that strike point you're talking about and then the defensive player is like well i'm not going to be stood up by a running back I've got to get underneath him. So, in the process of doing so, yeah, you're going to have helmet to helmet collision, and it might be with a portion of the helmet. But that's also where you get in the words that forcible intent. Yeah, where you know they kind of look for those those triggers that are, are you know are they launching. Are they lowering, or are they like kind of the way they're using their helmet? Are they using it more kind of as a weapon as, as they lower it down? Yeah. Um, there's there's all those things they're trying to look for to then determine it and say, okay, the player wasn't defense defenseless, and then on top of that, this wasn't for this wasn't forcible contact. This was just you know a football play, right? And so we're not going to throw a flag on that either.
3: Yeah, I think as long as the interpretation of when that intent is enforced. It's, it's just as, as long as it has, I guess, the integrity of if uh, if an offensive player – because offensive players always get the
0: benefit of the doubt. 100%. We've only seen it called, what, one time, and I then, think? And the rule was put
3: in place for them just as equally as well for defenders, and you just don't right. – running backs will lower their head and their shoulder on on a consistent basis. Like, you see it play out a lot of times. It's funny to me, like, even, even with face masks, if if a running back grabs a defender's face mask, it, was it never gets called. It, it never gets called. But if if you grab that defender's face mask while you're mushing him down to the ground, and he grabs your face mask, they'll call a face mask it, on you.
1: You think they should bring back the five yard and, and fifteen yard face mask? Now everything's fifteen yards because some of these it's it's a glancing grab of a face mask, and they're getting popped fifteen. It feels too punitive. I mean, some and of
3: that's them. what that's more so with quarterbacks though. You know, if you glance, if you touch the head, like it doesn't matter if you literally graze their head with your hand, you're getting flagged for that. They well, that's, do not. Th- th-
0: that's because they're considered defenseless in that position, the pocket. And that's no different. Like if you look at a returner or a receiver, same thing. Like once you're considered defenseless, you don't, it doesn't have to be helmet to helmet contact, it could be any part of your body hand, forearm, elbow, any part of it. So that's the different, you know, determination they're making is when you see that, that penalty flag thrown, there's two different rules. One is like nine one three in the rule book, the other one's nine one four. That's a nine one three. That's where the player's defenseless and any part of the body that hits them to the head or neck area, that's gonna draw a flag. So that's why you see that.
3: Yeah. I don't know. Football used to be football, defenseless, all that stuff. Oh, come on. The minute you go onto the field, you're supposed to be dangerous, not safe. Like, stay dangerous. Don't stay safe. So you, you're supposed to be ready for the smoke no matter where you're at. You cross those yeah. white lines. That's Serengeti. Yeah. You're in the national wildlife. Yeah. You know. yeah. yeah. North
0: Hills hammer. Yeah. hammer. yeah. The hammer has spoken. Yeah. And then, then what bang, happens? Bang. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, all those guys get knocked out and hurt. And then we're not even talking about football yeah. anymore. Yeah. 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 Get
3: out of here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, defenders would be talking about football. We'd be talking about how we knocked him the hell out. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. The mochismo. Yeah. We're the mochismo of the game. <laughs> you're, in, yeah. the, well, is is you're the think, Serengeti. You know? then, how that, many times do you hear hey, of a defender being considered players. defenseless? Like, when that defensive play is hurt. Yeah. What
1: did well, you just say? You step out there, it's uh, the Serengeti. That's right. That's, a that's actually reserve. not
0: true, by the way. They are doing things to uh, wait, wait, to help out the offensive does, does
1: the Serengeti have uh, pools in the top deck uh, like they do in Jacksonville? Or is that uh, no, like what that's, Serengeti that's, are we talking that's,
3: about? That's the, to- that's the touristy side it, of the Serengeti. Oh, it
0: is? That's a no, tourist trap.
3: When you get in between the white lines of the Serengeti, like, that's where the spectators <laughs> are that, that, that are with the tour guides and stuff like but that. But they,
0: they are eliminating like, the cut blocks on the outside. Like Offensive guys can't do that anymore. Yeah, they are you
3: know you can't blind, even fact, side blocks stuff like that they are well
0: even even within the tackle box now unless it's a part of your initial movement you can't cut someone like down the line even within the tackle box mm. it has to be a part of your first initial movement like they are doing a bunch of stuff you
3: know how much better to make careers would have been for elite oh, players if that if those were man look here dude <sighs> Cut, chop block was the death of a tall, tall linebacker. I, ain't, I don't care how good you are at playing chop blocks, it's the worst when you're tall. It's just, yeah. it's just difficult, man.
1: Do you ever and play Army or Navy in college?
0: No, no, oh, okay. no but did you, you play Wisconsin probably. Yeah, bro. They used w- to Wisconsin. leg whip the hell out of people. <laughs> did uh, did you they remember really? that? Bro. Remember the old leg whip, bro, Blabar?
3: bro. <laughs> I remember all kinds of all that's the dirtiest move there is in (laughs) football. My
0: uncle played O line. He taught our offensive lineman that in like fourth or fifth grade. (laughs) What okay? What
1: is the? But you got to
3: keep in mind. I played against Denver while it was still Denver. Like, right. while, while they were, like, they were known. They were known as was the leg Was that Sh- uh,
1: Shlareth was still there?
0: Uh, I'm maybe, sure, yeah. Maybe. Just leg whipping the crap like, out of him. Was people. it
3: Neil and all those guys were on there. Was it Nalen? It's ne- like uh, Tom Nealon. Tom Nealon. Yeah. It's,
0: it, it's like when you go to cut. So, let's say, like, you know, you got an offensive lineman that's on a three-point stance. And he fires out to cut. And then when he he starts to roll yeah and when that's he where rolls, that's where it works he he's that he then whips his legs to, yeah. tri- to like trip you into yeah. your legs and they whip it like they yeah, really it's, whip it's, that it's leg like, it's like mixed martial arts dude like it's not it's not oh, like it's some man. like i'm trying to trip you they are <laughs> no, trying to trying like, kick you it's it's kicking it's a kick. really it's a it kick. is it's a kick but yeah. <laughs> you know everything to protect was, the was, cues you know dude, I mean? it was it was legal forever yeah. that like, got outlawed like 20 years ago but wow. i just love the fact that like i'll never forget watching it like fourth and fifth grade football being like oh they're like teach them to the cut and then leg whip interesting
1: oh man that is funny it
3: is <laughs> little, uh two tommy
0: just lost his acl <laughs> oh, <geez.
3: laughs> they were breaking
1: legs bro they were the
0: leg so, breakers. Uh, let in me Denver.
3: just
1: okay, let me ask you this. When when you when they released a block and they go down and roll, you're a defender, are, are so they, you gotta try to take it on. You can't run yeah. out of the way. So are they are they acting as if they stumbled just no. so they could get to the leg whip? No. Or it's all part of the process. It's all part of it's it. It's all part of it. Oh yeah. You go down the first part of it's, it. If I get
3: you, I got you. But if I didn't get you, then I'm rolling. If I didn't yeah. get you with the roll, then I'm kicking
0: my leg. It's a three yeah. part series. Think about so you love ufc think about someone shooting on someone in an yeah, octagon right yeah. but then if they miss right if then they, they, they miss the to leg, roll their body then they, into then they start your to leg. roll and they, and they go for a kick like what? while they're on the ground it's, what a
1: backup plan though if you miss your block hey i got this at my disposal yeah you roll your body i missed the block well think about it <laughs> right. when
3: they, you miss the block you're right they're right in front of you as you miss the block you go down and you turn your body towards where he's going and you roll so you're still like they're trying to take on the blocker. They get the head. They push them back. Then they go down and they roll into you. Then, then if you beat the roll, then they kick. Then the leg <laughs> swings around and it's a kick. And and they usually catch you right on your shin. And it is the worst. It's the worst thing ever. Back of the cleat, heel of the cleat, <laughs> like skin and and meat in the heel of their shin, like in, in the heel of their shoe or in your sock. You go off to the sideline, you'd be like all kinds of profanity looking at all the skin off of your oh, off man. of your shin.
1: I love offensive linemen. Come dirt bags, on. man. <laughs> dirt, bags. dirt bags. Yeah, you know what though? They're creative though. That's that's a hell of a thing that they, are, they were able
3: they to do for years dirt and years. Bags, bro, and then imagine you you're defeating that leg whip and then here comes a fullback, which they don't do that anymore, but just imagine if there was like a H back or a fullback or, or a pooler. Leading through, you know, or something to that effect, man. Like, that's.
1: Yeah, but you know what? In defensive, of offensive linemen, they they overeat for 15, 20 years of their life. Then they lose it all. Oh, when they yeah. Retire. Then they then they get out. They look like marathon like
3: runners. 230. Yeah. Like, you used to be 330. Now you're 230. Yeah. So I, I still ain't figured that one out. I, I'm at two. Yeah. And I can't figure out how to get to 2.30. Can we go back over there. the tape there? Yeah. What, what, what did you say, yeah, Your yeah, mic got out, out there.
0: Here. <laughs> <think>? Athletic Greens. I thought we were back on track with AG1, baby.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't know. I've been good.
0: Uh, no, I've I been good. Said, I've, I've, oh, wait, I should have I said baby. Yeah, yeah it's, I all can, right. I
3: can, it's all right. all right. Well,
0: because, you know, if you saw Pete Rose. Oh, yeah. Hot water.
3: Yeah. Pete Rose. We heard Berto say it a little earlier yeah Yeah. well I'm not going to touch that I'm just going to let you take us to the break yeah. on that one well listen yeah. no,
1: that's, uh, that's right. what we do here broadcast yeah. professionals uh, here <laughs> yeah. on Two Pros and a couple
3: of thank you yeah It uh, was well, no, re- a train
0: wreck of it, it, it was, an it, ending it, it, it <laughs> was yeah. more it was more the way he ended the interview it yeah. felt like. Yeah. like had he not said you know yeah but he was still going to be in hot water right list. yeah yeah, oh, it's Pete Rose. Rose. Look, at, look, yeah. look at that it's Pete Rose. Rose. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the best, the, the, the one thing I was thinking of when he got, obviously people were giving a lot of pushback for what he said. I was, he was like, oh, it's 55 years ago. You're like, well, yeah, dude, but like it doesn't make it like right now. And, and like, how old were you then? Like you were still being asked about it.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Well, listen. Uh, don't worry. He'll be at the uh, Forum Shops uh, at Caesar's Palace He'll definitely be uh, signing. So, so if you need him, uh, that's where you'll find him.
3: Hey, definitely.
0: Hey, that With, man makes
1: uh, a living
3: off of signing. And, and
0: his girlfriend will be right there next to him. she will. I heard about.
1: I heard about that. Uh, it
3: is too. They have a reality show
0: together.
1: Uh, yeah, they've. Uh, it's Very interesting. Uh, A lot of stuff from Pete Rose. Uh, I've heard uh, some other stories about Pete Rose uh, that probably can't uh, be told on the air. Uh, Oh, you think? From Andy Furman, uh, who was friends with him uh, from Pete's time in Cincinnati. He definitely like to gamble. Like, there is no, there is, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, big fan of the uh, ponies as well, too. Uh, all right. It is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox of the Year. <laughs> uh, <air>. uh, <laughs> coming up next, uh, we are going to get into another quarterback competition, and we could have an answer as to who the starter is going to be very, very soon. We'll get that to you right here on FSR. are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs.
2: Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number.
1: And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Two pros and a cup of joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LaVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up in about 20 minutes from now, we are going to have another edition of the FSR IR as we report uh, some injuries, issues, and ailments from a a busy weekend uh, for every member of the show here. So that'll be be a good time. Um, All right, so uh, I know you guys were wondering... um, What is the situation with the Carolina Panthers and their quarterback? Yeah, we're we're looking for some updates. Big time. Big time update from the Carolina Panthers. According to Matt Rule, the head coach, uh, the Carolina Panthers are going to be making a decision by the second preseason game. All right, so that is the uh, that is the speculation. Uh, we've been wondering, all right, when's this going to happen? Matt Rule says uh, he won't make a decision uh, until after that second preseason game against New England, uh, and so therefore we got to wait for the first one. But once week two of the preseason hits, uh, it looks like we are going to have uh, some sort of solid ground at quarterback for the Panthers, which makes me wonder if that's all it's going to take. Uh, and it's anywhere close to being a real competition, don't you have to give the job to Mayfield considering he's been there about 15 minutes? And if he's already uh, kept the competition that close, not knowing the offense as well as Sam Darnold has, to me, Mayfield's got to be the guy. Like, if it's, if it's really close, why would you start Sam Darnold knowing that Mayfield's only going to feel more comfortable with the more refs he has in the offense?
0: I mean, can we go back a step further? Like, why wouldn't you just... Why would you go after Baker Mayfield if you didn't think he was better than Sam Darnold? Yeah, I just, I, just I, I don't know that you need him to do anything there. It was the it was just the decision to go get Baker Mayfield. Like you wouldn't have added him if you didn't think that he could be or he is better than what you already have. So that that's more how I see it. And it's like maybe they feel like they would let Sam Darnold start initially just because Baker's not up to snuff with the offense, and that's that's a real thing. Like I try to explain to people, it's it's like speaking a different language. It's like you were asked to go in your job, and you were asked to speak French, or you are asked to speak Spanish that day, and you're like, wait a second. like I've, I've got to learn a whole new language to communicate what I'm trying to get out of, or get from my customer, or to my employees, or whatever the case is. That's what you're being asked to do as a quarterback when you're in a different offense with a different language to it. So, uh, it, it might just take Baker Mayfield a little bit of time, but he's going to be the starter. It, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when.
3: I just wonder if I can play the other side of it for a moment. If if you're looking at the comparables, they're very comparable guys. There's one guy that maybe you give a reprieve because he struggled when his best player, his his best, most dynamic offensive weapon was out. If if I'm able to get an insurance policy in a Baker Mayfield that can be a starter because I could be at the end of my rope or or the end of my uh my my runway in terms of being able to lead this team as a head coach, I don't I don't think that it's beyond the the realm of of, of reasoning or sensibility to have a starting level quarterback um on my roster as a backup. I mean, for what it's worth, one of them is going to be a backup and one of them both of them have been starters and had high draft picks in in the league. So maybe this is a come to Jesus moment for, for Darnold in, in Carolina where it's it's show up or or get out of the way. It's it's either use the pot or or get off of it for Sam Darnold and and if he can if he can get out there and do what he needs to do then there's a possibility that that Baker Mayfield could be the backup quarterback to Sam Darnold in in Carolina and even if they did bring him in there with the idea that we there's no reason for us to bring Baker Mayfield in here if we have no intentions of starting him I would agree with that but as a player And and if I'm still in that starting position as Sam Darnold, I got some built-up value. I got some built-up equity as well in my career, and I'm not going to just give away my job, like use that as motivation. This possibly could be the motivating factor that makes Sam Darnold better. Keeping McCaffrey healthy could make Sam Darnold's career or his
1: campaign this year better. It's crazy to think that whoever loses this job – that's pretty much it, right? As far as start uh, their time as a starting quarterback in the NFL, barring injury or something like that, the the book is going to be written on either guy. And what, we're four years into their career; they're uh, in in new places now. And Baker Mayfield's had—I mean, how many different coaches did he have in Cleveland? How many different—I mean, there's a lot of stuff he, he went three. through as well, too. He has three. Um, I just—it's it, weird to think that these were the first two quarterbacks taken in that draft class, and now they're battling. For you know, in large part, like they're battling for their career. Like this is like like this is it for them.
0: Think about that class. Okay, if if I was to ask you which quarterbacks got drafted to the worst situations, you probably would have said (laughs) obviously Baker in Cleveland, yep, and then Sam Donald with the Jets, yep, who neither are there anymore. And then Rosen, and and then you say Rosen, yep, and he now he was taken um, what after. Before Lamar Jackson, but obviously after Josh Allen, yeah, they
1: traded up to ten to get him, and Josh Allen was seven to the Bills.
0: Right. Yeah. So in looking at that, you're going okay, but I mean, really, it's it just goes back to situation and circumstance. We can talk about it all we want because that's that's the reality of the NFL, and it's it's it tends to be highlighted with quarterbacks, but a lot of times it's any player. I mean, you get teams sometimes that would draft you that hey, they're a three four scheme and they want you to play a position you haven't played before, right? It's unfair. It's unfair to the player. They're trying to you know, stick you in a position you're like, okay, like they, they, they love the talent, they love your ability, but they're trying to make you into something that isn't really something you've done in the past. It's an entirely different deal. Uh, but, again, that, that's just the reality of how the league works. I think the interesting thing is going to be you know, once we get into the season, whoever starts, whoever starts, if there's a change, <laughs> that's a bad sign for Matt Rule. Because if, if, that means they're not winning football games, right? If it's Sam Darnold, if, if this resurgence in his career, like LeVar kind of touched on, if, if that happens, okay. Like, like Now you're not worried about anything. But if you go to Baker Mayfield, if Sam starts, now you're worried about Matt Rule a little bit. And I also wonder how that plays a factor into who starts. Like If you're David Tepper and you have the red ass right now for your head coach because past two years haven't gone great, You know, you like like you could see improvements. I mean, their defense is a really good. They were number two overall last year. Like, they're a good defense, but you haven't seen that improvement on the offensive side. Now, granted, McCaffrey hasn't been healthy, but you might be looking and saying, "Look, man, I I need to see more progress from you." And then you start Sam Darnold, and he starts turning the football over, and they start losing football games. If you're David Tepper, you might be like, "Yeah, I'm going to move on." Like, if that's like like we're doing the same stuff we did last year. I, I do wonder how that plays a factor into how Matt Rule is going to look at this quarterback competition and who's ultimately going to start because, you know, you can always go back to Sam Darnold. I feel like if you go Sam first, things don't work out. It's, almo- it's almost like he's going to judge your decision-making just on that alone, given that you already spent a year with Sam Darnold last year, and obviously things didn't work out the way you'd hoped.
1: And, and David Tepper does seem like the type of owner that would fire a coach in season. Like there's some organizations, they don't want to do that. David, he does seem like a guy that would pull the trigger. On I that. think you do hold Baker
3: until you're ready to play him for that very reason. That's like your, your last ace in the sleeve. You know, that's your last, that's your last round. And you, you, you didn't use that, that, that six shooter. That's your number six. That's your six bullet. So if you're gonna fire that one, that better be your silver bullet.
1: If Sam Darnold wins this job and Baker Mayfield's the backup quarterback for the opener against the Browns, that's
3: wild. That would be wild. Like you thought he because was humble I don't before. Think he's not. He's not in Cleveland anymore. It's not because he can't play football. Like I think people have to understand that he is not out of Cleveland because he is a, a bad football player. But but nonetheless, he's out of Cleveland yeah. and they gave a blockbuster deal to someone else under everybody knows the story. So now the question becomes, how do we view Baker Mayfield? How do we view him? Is he an average quarterback? Is he better than average quarterback? Is he below average? Like, what is Baker Mayfield? To me, I think that he's a a solid NFL quarterback. He has proven to be a solid, if not a smidge better NFL quarterback. So, what yeah. does that equate to in Carolina? It's a big
0: question. I I think he's the type of quarterback that's, you know, reliant on what's around him. It, you know, he's not Josh Allen. He's not Lamar Jackson. He's he's not that sort of talent where, when things break down, they each have an extraordinary ability in some fashion or form. I mean, Lamar when he takes off, look he. Maybe it's the closest thing that I've ever seen to, to Mike Vick as far as his running style and how, how much he can affect the game in that way. Yeah. you know Josh Allen's arm and also his athleticism for his size. I mean, he's gigantic. He's like every bit of 6'5, 245 pounds, whatever he is, and he can move. Like he's got some wiggle to him. Like he's an athlete and he's got a rocket for an arm. Like that, that's, that's unlike anything else in that, that quarterback draft class. And so when you see when things aren't perfect, and in the NFL, things aren't perfect probably 40% of the time. Like I would say roughly 40% of the time, there's going to be a breakdown somewhere. Protection, route, something's happened. Something's not exactly how it would have been drawn up. And so you have to rely on some of those skills. And that's one of the biggest differences is when you're a guy like Baker Mayfield who doesn't have the arm strength of Josh Allen, doesn't have the athleticism of Lamar Jackson – you have to play within the confines of conventional football, and that be that makes you way more reliant on everything else out around you. So, that's the tough part. Like he kind of came in, and I, I said this when he came in the league, his extraordinary talent was his accuracy. Like he was one of the most accurate quarterbacks. Watching his tape from Oklahoma when he came into the league, well, a lot of that changes when you go through different offenses. You have different personnel. You've got all these moving things around you it makes you play with less confidence. It makes you play with the less ability to anticipate and you're not going to be as accurate. And if, if that's really what you're hanging your hat on, that becomes something that's tough to hold on to. If you're going to bounce from team to team to team. So we'll, we'll see how this, you know, this looks for Baker Mayfield, but even for Sam Darnold to a degree, you know, same things talking about, you know, what, what was his extraordinary ability, He was solid at pretty much everything, but there wasn't that one thing, and I think that's what ultimately hurts you is then you have to have everything go right out around you if you want to ultimately be successful, and it's so rare that that all comes together and works out that way.
1: It's two pros and a cup of joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. All right, so we are going to have another edition of the FSR IR coming up. Trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game, get started today with as little as a thousand dollars at GameBridge.io.
2: Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree.
1: Dot com slash sports tirerackcom the way tire buying should be. Sure to catch live editions of Two Pros in a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar errington and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two pros at a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up, top of next hour, about 15 minutes from now, we are going to get into a uh, a topic that, uh, look, we got to do it. We got to do it. We have to. We've given it a couple hours uh, of, of a break, but we will get back into it because there is, uh, somebody might have made a major mistake in the National oh, Football wow. League, so we will, uh, we will We'll have that for you here again. Sounds top like you're of just massaging
0: hour. the situation, huh?
1: I mean, just class, uh, integrity, uh, professionalism. That's Brady Quinn. That is the face of Big Noon kickoff. There. That's ten dollars. Oh, yeah.
3: What do you Thank mean? You. Be $10. Thank you. that would be ten dollars. Thank you. That'll be ten dollars. We got to figure out this fine system seriously. I we mean, don't.
0: I, you <laughs> just are passive aggressive that all was, the time. That
3: was it right there. That was the epitome of passive aggressive.
0: I can't. I can't bust
1: some balls here on the show without getting fined for 100%, it. One hundred percent. You can bust balls. Yeah. This is yeah. the entire thing's been grooved to where you guys don't have to pay fines, but I do just by being no, a roofed. smart ass. That's
3: not true. We talked about the commandos today. I didn't go for a debate. Yeah. I just I just gave analysis. What bait? What are you talking about? Uh you, you tried to get me to go on some long uh diatribe a uh, a rant of sorts. About the commandos? Why would yes. I do that? Why did, do you have some issue with them or anybody that owns a team? So you see like what, what you're doing right what? now? <laughs> well, I'm just asking the question. see the thing about it for me is I don't it doesn't really bother me to to not be able to say things that are truthful in, in manner of how I feel about that organization and how it's ran. So that's that's the thing about it. You, on the other hand, you walk right into your passive aggressiveness and, and you step in it with great, great pa- uh, pride and
1: passion. So, you know, own it. By the way, for those of you uh, just tuning in, uh, we have a fine Jonas system. Owns Ten dollars. Yeah, we have a fine system where uh, each of us are fined. When Brady says that he doesn't care about a topic <clears throat> on the air, he gets fined. When no. Levar uh, lays into the Washington Commando slash football team, for more than what two, three minutes. Yeah, right? and, and two, mostly three. Dan Snyder. Four or five. How
3: yeah, I mean, many? Something like yeah. that.
1: Good. Then um, I won't ever get fined again. That's uh, that's you know. $10. And apparently, uh, if, I, if I'm a smart ass, it's uh, dubbed no, passive no, aggressive. No, no, no. It's not dubbed passive
3: aggressive. Ten dollars. What you just did was passive aggressive. Bro. I mean,
1: I paid my last fine. All right, good. I mean, documented, proof, right? Could Third look. and goal. Big time. Third and goal. Yeah. Yep. Big time. All right. Big time true. golf tournament lying. coming up, too. Okay. He's not
0: lying. Yeah, uh, Monday, a week from today. Yeah, thanks for the uh, free shout-out.
1: There out. it is. Big time golf tournament. Uh, All right. how, by the way, are, are you going to be able to uh, – are, are you working the Tuesday after the golf tournament? Because that's going to yes. get a little dicey.
0: No, no, that's not true. Okay. We used to have a night event. We're not doing the night golf event. Okay. Oh. If there was a
1: it, night event, it would have been a little dicey. <laughs>
0: Yes, probably. Well, it, it, in part because it gets, it, I mean, at it, it the summertime, it doesn't get dark till late. And we, we do a night golf event. So, obviously, it's not really cool until it, it's like pitch blackout. So, then you have like glow-in-the-dark balls. You have glow-in-the-dark, you know, ways of seeing the course. But we realized over the, you know, first couple of years we did it, uh, there's a lot of liability involved. <laughs> I mean, golf carts near ponds. Oh, wow. uh, people who've been drinking all day. People uh, near just, ponds. People near ponds, oh, correct? Wow. Wow. Correct. We almost wanted to start putting people with like life jackets on. Wow! Just so that way, if they fell into the pond, they at they, they, they least float. You would know, see hope. Them. Yeah. Right. Unless they just float face down. It's a pond. Just...
3: Yeah. How deep is it? With two feet? Some drone, of those things would
0: be pretty deep. Yeah. You could
3: you could drown in water that's lower than your your height. In two feet of water? Yes.
0: Yeah, drown dude, in you, it? you fall face down into two feet of water. Yeah, it doesn't bro. matter. You could, you could get you're out of here. You're drinking water, buddy. What
3: are you, Peter Dinklage? You could get out what, of here, it's brother. It's two, two feet of water. What, like, if, what? what if
0: there's I, I, an alligator I, I, or a I crocodile think you're assuming, there? I think you're assuming that they're like conscious when yeah. they're Oh, okay what yeah, if there's a squid underneath now.
3: there that pulls an octopus that pulls them under that's a good point you know yeah i mean well the, the... kraken what if the kraken is in that pond yeah
1: there that's where they come from dublin dublin ohio to sand, bro yeah tartan fields you gotta
3: be careful in that two feet two feet of water you know sharks can get into two three feet of water man big time i'm just saying it could be dangerous yeah yeah i hear you man especially under the influence yeah yeah it's a good point all right
1: uh, Anyways, you uh, still owe ten dollars. It is well here. It's right here. Uh, right All right. Uh, no, right, it is there. time for something we very do on the show, Jonas, and it's called. Very this. Classy. After your sports weekend, sh- happens. So it's time to get the FSR IR report. All right, who wants to go first? Who's got something to report? Any issues, uh, problems? Uh, your foot still hurting. My foot right? still
3: hurting. <laughs> I mean, that's it. If that's IR, I'm still on. I'm still on the pup. Yeah. Yeah. It, it it hurts. Still hurts. They say it's a bone bruise. It's not. It's not. Nothing is broken or fractured. So that's good. But yeah, it hurts. Does pretty that? Good.
0: Does that make you feel like? Oh, because like back in the day. I mean, I used to break stuff. I, you were like, I didn't even know it was broken. Or yeah. I had something, oh, you have to get like an x-ray or something to confirm it because you'd like play through it. Yeah. Does it bother you now where you're like, oh, man, it's like a hangnail. And now it really well, it hurts.
3: I, I will say this because I do get to go into our high school training room. And our high school trainer is really, really, really dope. Shouts out to Matt. Um, What's up, Matt? And, and, and he was doing the rehab on me. And he was like, dude, like he was pointing to people. And I caught him. And I was like, you know, what's the deal? And he was like, yeah, I was pointing out to the other players. He was like, see, this is what pain thresholds look like. And I was like, what are you saying? He was like, man, he was like, the the, the unit, the electrode unit is all the way up. Yeah. And he right. was like, you know, you're, you are you didn't move. Ice and stem. Yeah, well, you know, you get used to that. I, I, That's I, right. And a part of me in a very, very selfish moment, just re- referencing back to what you said, Q, I, I was like, yeah we're built tough like that you know us guys like us we're, we're cut from a different different cloth come on man yep. you know like,
1: they don't know about the uh, the nhh the north yeah. hills hammer That's come on right. man the
3: hammer the hammer yeah. the hammer yeah. the hammer hammers up yeah. Yeah. baby yeah big time but, but yeah it still hurts though really
0: bad i i, I don't i don't really have a story <laughs> i just ate way too much food last night like, really? i'll be honest <laughs> with you are you, still, nice. are you burping it up still no I'm burping it up uh, who does Ooh. that
1: like, if you it's eat so too weird. much, like, the next morning, you're burping you, food up.
0: Yeah, that's got, weird. Uh, well, what we we, a we weird just talked about, about pain tolerance. Like, who's burpy, like, eight hours after they just ate food? Yeah, I've, no, I've I just, digested I, and got I, rid of it. By there's that. a restaurant near our house. It's called Aqua Farina. Really good Italian food. Sounds amazing. And sometimes, like, when you're ordering food, you're just like, I want a little bit of everything. And then you realize you're the only one in there eating while everyone else is, like, doing something else. I'm like... What is wrong with me? But it's also so good you can't help yourself. So. Nice. Um,
3: I went to Cha-Cha's yesterday. What's
1: Cha-Cha's? It's a
3: Mexican is like Chichi's? spot. Is it it's like a- way better. I would say that. It's, it's Nah, it's,
1: Chi-Chi's or something else. <laughs> Wait, what? Birdo, oh my a scumbag is a scumbag. We grew up on half. Chi-Chi's, but Cha-Cha's <laughs> is
3: pretty dope little <laughs> tequila bar. Not I the same thing, though. Yeah, nah, nah, not the same. We you know, all grew up on Chi-Chi's. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, there was a Chi-Chi's, Chichi's out here? On yeah. the West Coast? No, yeah. I'm talking about them. Some- They're everywhere, oh, man. Oh, yeah. oh, Berto. Double, double meaning. Okay, yeah. double meaning. Well, where I came from, that was actually a place you went and sat down to eat. Well, I go to Aquafarina. I don't know about you guys.
1: You know.